Words we all heard of. Binyamin, the following in every hundred people, Binyamin, there's one jerk in every crowd. And this is what I shouldn't call him a jerk, I apologize, but this is what the guy does, guys. Every single speech you'll ever give on any topic of character. On every character, on every trait, Yehuda, there's a principle called Davar V'yifuchay, the thing and its opposite. Any need in the world that you think about, bar none, has its counter to the need that you're speaking about. If you speak about no matter what thing that you're talking about, if you speak about preparing for the future, you want to speak about a person who's a chacham, being a prepared person. So after the speech, somebody you give a whole speech about preparing, not being a person who's unthought out, who doesn't think about the future. And you give an important speech, Yehuda, about preparing for the future. And it's a topic, it's a lengthy topic, preparing for the future. You'll have one guy who will run up to you, wait around till everybody's done speaking about the topic, an important topic, who doesn't care... And one guy waits, and he'll wait an hour or two hours till you're done. You could pick him out. He has a certain look on his face. And he, when he gets to you, he nails you. He's like, Rabbi. And he's, he's like, he's fired up to slug up the whole thing. And he's like, Tzadik Oichel Asoy You're supposed to enjoy now, and I think about the future. Betochen. And he's like all contrarian, but he's all fired up. He like slugged up your whole speech because you spoke about the future. And it says that Sadik eats to his sa- 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 satisfaction or satiation. That just didn't roll. But Sadik eats to his satiation. We're a good team. Thank you. So, and the guy like nailed you, like slugged up your whole thing. You gave a great speech on Zrizus, electricity. You spoke about being a Zaras, and the guy speaks after Messinos. Rabbi, have Messunim Bedin. Deliberate. He got you. He now shlugged up. Except whatever topic, Mice, you speak about under the sun has the counter topic. Now, what I want to say a word of advice. Typically, when you speak, do not address both sides of the coin. You're, he gets in your head, this guy. I called him a jerk, I apologize. But he gets in your head. So that when you're speaking, you know he's going to come here because you're speaking about Zrizus. And your picture, the guy's going to wait online and say, Rabbi, Messinus. So you, you're always supposed to ask questions. You're always supposed to ask, 100%. But <laughs> the, sophi- the sophisticated listener, you can ask whatever you want. You're allowed to ask the opposite. But the one thing to know of any speaker the rest of your life, Yitzi, speaks about Amida, he's aware of the counter. He's completely aware. You do not slug him up because there's a counter. He feels that the Tzibur needs a chizuk and is a dose of zrizus. Of course, Messinus is important. He feels right now the topic is zrizus. 
So he's going to speak about Zrizus as if he's unaware of the other side because he wants to give a dose of this. Understanding that no matter what you speak about, there's like any mead that has davar vifucha and you need balance. You t- I don't say never. You typically should do, do not address, unless you're speaking about balance, unless you don't feel there's a certain side that specifically needs strengthening and you want to talk to a person and you want to get him to the middle. It's funny that Yehuda, very unsophisticated people think balance is like the easier method. Somebody's too from, they say, why can't you be balanced? Balance is much harder than two from. Balance is like the hardest thing in the world. Balance is not some leniency. Be a more balanced man. Like, so don't learn so much. Don't work so hard. Be a balanced. Balance is not a leniency. Balance is a strictness. Balance means that you've acquired both ends of the extremes. Balance means you're a person who's worked your kishkas on yourself, that you have like, you're in control of your meters. Balance is a guy, a balanced person is crazy nice. When the decision to be nice, they're the nicest person because they've been kind of niceness. And when the need to be tough and, and affirm and, and to assert yourself, they can assert themselves. That's not the balanced person, like it's an easy, it's murder. That means they completely were kind of niceness against every ounce of their body they can be nice because it's true and right and then against every instinct they can be asserted they just do what's true so balance is a strictness not a leniency it's not like a cool of be a balanced guy it's called the Ramam calls it the golden means the derech ha it's a very high madrega of a person who's really acquired a midah and owns it and has it that's, that's the middle but Anything you speak about, you could speak about the opposite. The typical idea is not to say both sides of the coin, because you haven't been, if you felt you were going to a speech and you want to be Mechazik Zrezos, typically I would advise, follow my advice, speak about Zrezos as if you never heard of Messinos. I, the guy, afterwards will wait on lines, he'll say, he's not a bad guy, he just... He just thought, okay. He said, he waited online. I said, what about Messina? He said, wow. Deliberate. I, mean, I have to think about it. Or if you don't want to be so sarcastic, you tell him 100% of them. Well, deliberate, I felt today we're going to talk about Zerizas. There is the counter to it. Today I wanted to talk about this. I felt that people are, that deliberate's an important thing, no question. I felt today that we're going to work and what, what's needed today for this crowd, for this moment to speak about is, is this. This is what I thought needed to be added to the recipe. Zrizus. So typically you don't, when you talk about both sides, you, you didn't add the Zrizus component. If you felt that this is what needed a shot of Zerizus, now do you want to address in middle, because that guy's in your mind, that I know this thing? Typically, you don't have to worry about it. Speak about the media you're speaking about. This Mishnah, Rabbi say, when you look at it, the Mishnah does what I said not to do. What did Hillel say over here? Hillel says to us, Hillel says, Very important speech about taking care of yourself. Now the simple chat, well, well, there are other ideas, is a very important speech to take good care. There are people that live like martyrs, a lot of twos in the anagram, live like martyrs. And they, I'm so, uh, the, the mechanical say, I'm so, after all my mysterious nevish for you, this is, who is to be my nevish for me? Take care of yourself. There's a sense of martyrdom, 
There's a, there's a letter from the altar of Kelm. There's a letter from the altar of Kelm that gives me the chills. Hillel's Talmidim watched himself go to the... Watched him go to... They, they were following their Rebbe. They always watched him. And any time you watched him, he was doing Avodah Hashem. And they once watched him, he was going to the bathhouse. So they said, Rebbe, like they surprised him. He wasn't doing a mitzvah. Like they caught him. He was always serving Hashem. Sahilo responded, Goimel Nafsha Yeshha said, A man who takes care of his body, this is the same Hillo said, is a man of kindness. The altar of Kelm said that Hillo, when he washed his body, was so identified with his neshama, with his spirit, with his ruach, when he washed his body, he literally was rewarding the horse. Literally. He was, he was washing down the horse. Kefaldi, you put in such a nice day. He was giving the horse a nice, comfortable bath. He so identified, it, it, it could make you shake, who Hillel was. He was so not his body. He was simply like the pardon that controls himself was now washing his body in such appreciation for his body. I told you that my son and I went to Rebrebd on his deathbed and spoke to him for a half hour, shortly before he passed away. And we had, a, we, were, we got a half hour, my son, in Sloan County, my son, myself, and Rebrebda's daughter. And Rebrebda was talking about his body, he's like the altar of Kelm, it was, it was, it was otherworldly. He was showing us, he said, this body's always been weak, and I have such appreciation, this body, I squeezed the leaven svarim out of this body. He described how, how sickly he was by Rikos, that was the, for a half hour. By Rikos, how sickly he was his whole life from a little child. And he said that I was such a... He spoke about his body. He mamish appreciated his horse. It was fascinating. I'm not saying the horse, like putting the, the body, the, the Kaddish, the Heiligat body. I don't mean... I just mean the sense. I shouldn't say the horse has appreciated his... His body it was this person, this distinguished person who was such a loyal Shamish. I should say this horse, a Shamish. His Helga Shamish, his one who was Mishamishim his whole life, that's how he spoke about his body. It was mind blown. It was, it was like the Alt, I read it in Alta Kelm and I saw it live. Somebody told me a vert last night. I'll tell Rev. Weiss by told me a vert last night. No. <laughs> told me a vert last night. I never heard before. He said it's a Meshachachma. I have to look it up. I didn't get a chance. I heard it. I heard it 12 last night. But he said a vert. He said that by the Nazir. By the Nazir, it says. It says, It says, This is the tire of the Nazir on the day he completes his Nazirus. And it says, He brings, Hillel, this bird is like, it's dazzling. I'm, I'm, I'm like embarrassed. I never, I never noticed this. It's dazzling. It says, On the day the Nazir brings his karbanos, on the day he finishes Naziris, they should bring him to the Oyal Mayid. Who's him? Sarashi so says, Yavias Atzmai. He should bring himself. Say, so should bring him, he should bring himself. 
Yavi bring him to the Pesachai Almighty, brings himself. So I say, should bring him. <laughs> you imagine talking shlaimi. Afterwards, if you don't mind bringing yourself to the, bring yourself to the to, to the office next to us so we could talk. <laughs> if you don't mind bringing him shlaimi, please bring shlaimi. Bring you go. What's this lush and yavi yisai? You should bring him. Says Rashi, bring himself. He told me I didn't see it inside. I have to look it up. He said from the Meshachachma that Yavi Yaisai, that the Nazir worked on, 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 on a little precious, on abstinence. He worked on not being so Megushim, Yitzla. So the Nazir, if they work till on it, he relates to his body. Bring him, he's no longer so physical. He worked on not being so physical. So it doesn't say bring yourself, bring him. They go take your body and bring it. Nairah. <laughs> No, you're much. The sense of body is us, it's important. The body is important. It's from the most important parts of ourselves that we have. It's precious and beautiful and important to beautify. And not a lot of chas v'shom ever heard it. Take care of it. But the sense that he's not kula your body, yavi yaisai. Bring him. Bring that precious body. Amazing. He told me the Master Chachma says it. I have to look it up. The kids are at Varmis, so Hillel taught the Hillel who, when he washed his body, taught the importance of taking care of yourself. It may not nearly such an important sugya of may not nearly You're supposed to take care of yourself. Be good. Goimel nafsha is chasad in the most simplistic of ways. That Hillel himself explained it. Hillel himself said, Goimel nafsha, take care of your body. Mayudik. Is this a good speech of Hillel? Tremendous. You could talk about this for months, for years. You can make a life. I have a friend who's my Rebbe in this beginning. He always takes care of himself in impressive ways. A good person who does a lot for Klai Yisrael. And he's my Rebbe that I'm always impressed he takes care of himself in healthy ways. He doesn't sell the needs he had, the needs, the things he needs. It's a big Aveira to, to abstain from things that you need and don't get so. Do I really need it? The Messiah says, when he asks the Stira and the Zeros, is precious, good or bad, he says, the things you need, he's a time shiri, for whatever reason. Emotionally, a guy needs it. It's, it's an Aveira not to give it to yourself. Pasha to sin. And this friend of mine is like a Rebbe to me. I see the way he takes care of himself in such a healthy way. It's murder. It's such an inspiration. Like Hillel's trip to the bathhouse was an inspiration. A big zach. Tremendous. is a different shot, but this shot is important. And you could build the whole life. I would end the speech to Hillel. Now, of course, the guy would wait online. We all know he's there. And the guy would wait online. What about Chesed? What, what would you look at that guy, Benjamin, who then would ask, what about Chesed? What about doing for others not to be selfish? Is that an intelligent question or a sophisticated question, Benjamin? No. It would, it would bother me so much. The guy asked the question, so not sophisticated. You can ask whatever you want. I'm not trying to, this is a bad thing. A bacher got upset when I said, you're, you're making an outlet ask questions. You ask whatever a guy wants. I don't think it's that sophisticated. If a guy would ask, somebody would give up in yeshiva for four-hour lecture on taking care of yourself. And the guy would wait online for two hours, an intelligent idea, but they did spoke for four hours. You could speak for four years about it. It's a big sugya. And a guy waited online and said, what about chesed? It just... 
guy is intelligent. Is I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that. I'm sorry. Okay, shkoyer. I didn't think about that. I wasn't told about chesed. Yeah, you have to do chesed often. Life's tough, you know. Balance. There's a whole. But I wanted to speak this side of the coin. As is it, that guy would ask the others to wait online after a four-hour speech about taking care of yourself. A sophisticated conversation, examples, cases of people learning to care for yourself in a proper way. <laughs> would you be masking the guy would ask, what about... And if he, uh, now, if as he has pointed out... What time you leaving? Rav Ezi pointed out, and I'm asking, if a guy would say, I like so much what you're saying and I'm struggling with the balance, that's sophisticated. I admit. Ezra, if the guy would say, I'm struggling with the balance, I know you know there's a balance, I'd like help on the silver balance. That's a very good question. Fine. That's fair. When the guy makes a, is there something called chesed? I'm slugging you up. What do you want? I see we have chesed or something. You can give a four-hour speech on chesed. The guy says, what about taking care of yourself? Special. You can. Check in your So what Hillel does, why did Hillel then... Hillel then does something that shocks me. Yet he gives a speech that's ever important. And then he says, me money. The calendar. Why did he do that? Why in this mission is Hillel feel the need to me money? Why did he feel to address that guy? It's not the typical, every, every Mishnah says it's, it's me. The, when it speaks about Messinus, there's no part that gives a counter. But the Be'ezar is... Here, Binyamin, here Hillel gives the counter. He gives us the counter. Why did he give us the counter? What did Hillel feel the need to say, but if I'm selfish, money? Why did he say the but? I wasn't... We, you understood it. You, did you feel the need for that qualification? See, so did it for that one guy amongst us. And there's not one. I look around. I have, the jerk hasn't woken up yet. He's not here. We don't have him, and he doesn't exist. <laughs> so Shmuel, you hear what I'm asking? Why did Hillel feel the need? Did you struggle with this speech about taking care of yourself? That you had to remember to do kindness. It almost made you forget. Why did Hillel J have to stick in Shanila Ati Mani? But if I myself, what are you? Don't be selfish. Did you almost mess up because he said to take care of yourself? Why do you feel the need for the counter here? Which is not typical to do, and I don't think should be. Hillel does Hillel's not Mishubat the Kalish. When I say it's not done, read the whole of it. It's rarely done. When we had a Mishnah about Messinus, I did not see, but make sure it has Rizus. I know deliberate, but sometimes you got to be a little, you know, act with electricity. Alacrity, I should say. Why here did Hillel feel the need to speak the counter? Here questions for me? And this is on Shabbos, now we can debate A guy focused to ask anything on his mind. And he's spoken on Shabbos, we want to know. A guy can ask anything. When anybody speaks about a Amiga, it is completely imbalanced to ask what is the balance. I like your Amiga, you know about the other side. Be aware when anybody speaks about a Amiga, they are aware of the other side. If somebody gives a speech about taking care of yourself, are they aware of something called Chesed? 
Is it a cash on the speech chesed? Is that a cash on the speech chesed? Is it a cash on a four-hour drush that entirely focuses on taking care of yourself? Is it shlug up the speech where about chesed? So what's the question? Maybe I need the balance. It's a great question. How do I work out the balance of my life? I'm supposed to so take care of this. For others, that's a great question. But does it need to be addressed? If a Rebbe just didn't talk about that, and just, do you have a cash on a man who felt that he needs, that there's a big problem, he sees a yeshiva of twos, twos struggle with martyrdom. But they just do and they forget to take care of themselves. In the anteagram, twos and threes struggle with that. Threes who want to always look good for others and are competitive, often, and then a two with a wing three, forget about it, or a three with a wing two. The twos in their want for friendship and relationship often forget their own personal mm-hmm. needs and three in their want to compete in what's popular and, and makes them look good forget about their own personal private needs so he's speaking to a room full of twos and threes and he says Rabbi I take care of yourself and explains it and gives it is there anything missing like you have a big cash of what about chesed so why did Hillel feel the need to address afterwards I want the me money don't mess this one up. Because he's there. The guy's right there. Ready to pounce. <laughs> you hold of the question, Benjamin? So do I. Dovey here, we're asking. Dovey here. There's a piece <laughs> There's a piece of Rabbi Yerucham Where he talks about A, a, a mitzvah of extending your name I once I once I was involved in a shidduch My mother's My, my mother Baruch Hashem is a wise lady Chesed Hashem She said something wise I was involved in a shidduch Setting it up And the guy tended to be quite selfish. In conversations, it was always about the gay. Whenever he talked, like healthy people, when you talk to somebody else, people like talking about themselves. So a healthy guy talks to somebody else, you always make it about them. Two healthy guys, each one's trying to put the conversation to the other, and they both like the cover, like the Reb Chaim Shmulevitz cover, Shisha Miskas and the Talas Echad. Healthy two people talk, they each try to bring the conversation to the other guy. So you haven't seen a guy in a while. The unhealthy guy, this guy was the type, if you hadn't seen each other in six months, See, you, he, you, want to, you say, tell me, what are you up to these days? He would talk for an hour or two or three, as long as you let him about where he's up to, and then the conversation would end. And it never became, the way you holding? He never thought that, he just, that's what's important, where he's up to. So things were very, he didn't have the normal social grace that you two people meet, and where are you up to, and where are you holding? So the conversation... The conversation started and ended everything that he's doing, that he's up to. He didn't know that you say that I'm supposed to cover you, you're supposed to cover me, and then everybody gets covered. Six healthy people are talking. Everybody's trying to think what is interesting to the other guy. In his conversation, if he ever was with six people, it always was dominated by what was important to him. The other five had social grace. He did not. So everybody, in the conversation of six, you always found out and was always discussed his interesting things. So it works out well for the five, and he loses. The five people get smarter. Because when another guy talks, you get smarter. 
You knew what you wanted to say. You didn't know what he wanted to say. So you get his. Thousand percent. <laughs> He's still doing the counting. Thousand percent. <laughs> but um, so. So Rabbi Yerucham has a piece. So my mother said a wise thing. So this guy was read a shidduch. This guy was read a shidduch. And we were involved. As my mother and I were involved in the shidduch. And I said, Ma, said, Ima, we're worried. We're worried. He's very about himself. Like, is that, how is that going to work with his wife? So my mother intelligently said, this is the type of guy, when he gets married, she's going to be part of his ani. She's going to be part, it will extend to her too. So his selfishness will extend to her. He is the type, always folks himself, but it will extend to her too. That's what she said. I don't know, the guy, the situation. That's a good thing. I'm not saying the mid is a good oh. thing. She said that the wife, she felt Rashad was that she'll be included in his ani. So his, his, that's what my mother said. The insight is that all of us care about our ani. We're born to care about ourselves. We're mechoyiv to care about ourselves the most. What I want to bring out from this, Maish, is healthy people who in a conversation, of course, care about the other person. And if I care for yourself, you want to be smarter and hear the other's experience. What I want to say, and Rabbi Yerucham has a piece on extending your ani. On extending running, this is not a sugya of chesed, where he's saying balance out. You're working for yourself. It's a sugya of ani, of taking care of yourself as part of your ani, and part of your ani is being expansive. Being expansive means incorporating others. Chanila atzmi mani is fascinating. He doesn't say to do chesed. He doesn't say you shouldn't be so selfish. He says chanila atzmi mani. I have an answer for your ani. Expand it. That's what he says. I have a plan. There's a Mishnah completely talking about your ani. And he says, take care of your ani and expand your ani. That's what he says. He, say, he, does, he says, Kshani lots me money. You've really hurt your ani when you're selfish. It's a very tiny, you want a tiny ani? Your ani should be expanded. Your ani should count. My family, my community, my world. Rabbi Yeruchim's peace on Avramavin, they lived my world. Hashem created me and wanted me to be a Bible on the world. My fellow inhabitants of the world. To have a concern that you're not a small pickle, that you just. And you gradually learn to extend your ani. He's not talking about forget about yourself, don't care about yourself, like some counter to focus on yourself, but not too much. He's giving Viter about your ani. He even says, It's not good for your ani. When you, your ani remains so small. He's, you tell a guy to work out to expand your ani. Why be a little thin guy? Be a chiseled fella. Be Eitan. Be. <laughs> buff up. He's saying buff up. Why would you... You have a choice. Your ani can be little and puny. Like, get, you know, add to your game. I was just talking to a bacher. was talking about going to work. So my business, I told him, even if you're not getting a trade, you're going to business, you're not getting a trade, you have to learn something that you become indispensable. To learn some idea in business that you're the best that you know of in this topic. Maybe it's a certain laws, a certain series of laws, a certain capacity. Just expand yourself, expand your rep. You're a bigger guy, you're more necessary. There are more capacities that you have. It's an important part of life, expanding. In yeshiva, 
the turning point for every we spoke with every people have different turning points we spoke in the parasha about different people's turning points we spoke about the Saita who finally who makes that stand and she doesn't do a Maisavera and she has a child and we spoke with everybody's turning points a different place a huge common turning point in the yeshivas guys start working out you could like see it, and guys that wake up at different points, a guy's sense, you know, I want to be big. It's tremendous. My son, his life changed when he started. 11 months, he did a workout, and he's like, I'm, I'm not megazim. There's also something, Ruchnius, Gashmius, Midas, healthy. They're all one mitzis, Ratz Nashem. There's no, he's so from, he's not so, if he's not healthy, he's Nishkan from There's one, there's one mitzis of doing the right things. His spiritual journey is when he started working out. I saw it on my son. Now he's, he's learning Yom Balayla. All started his spiritual journey when he worked out. I saw him like own, own something and decide to get bigger. Decide just to take care of himself. Amazing. And he really got, he got, he developed, his thing was a jump. That was 11 month intense workout. I think he destroyed his knee on the deal. But his thing, he, I don't know, he used one in very intense and he stuck for 11 months. He stuck it out. His jump, he, he jumps to the roof. He mamish expanded his jump. Became a much better ball player. Did it, really stuck it out 11 months hard and did it strongly. It was a turning point in his life. Clear, it was a turning point in his life. He started taking care of himself. He started with discipline. He started caring about, about himself, about, about doing something and building. It was like, it was wonderful. It's not a counter, and then, by the way, help this one and do it. It's not a counter. To, it's not a counter. We're not talking about a midah. There's not a midah, like we said, zrizos, then misinos, being quick. And being slow, which is the opposite, there's nothing to do with anything here. It's being expansive. It's expanding. Take care of your body. Mamish would tell, this is the cycle of his growth. He, my son then all of a sudden, he started being a nicer guy to people and he's working hard. It was the same thing. When he, when it was exact. It wasn't like he thought, hmm, I better counter this. It wasn't at all. He started caring about himself. And in caring about himself, then he, he said, I want to get physically bigger. I care about myself. Why should I be a puny guy? I should have more capacities. Great, you're expanding. Then he said, one second, let me, let me work on, on, on incorporating others. I want to fight to care about myself. In the continuing process of caring about you, it's fascinating that you watch people grow. My little, I'm watching my little son. In middle, he's very selfish. He's three years old. He wanted a bottle last night at five. Rizon and I finished talking at four. It was one hour. And I tried to explain. I said, Yisrael Mayer, Dad just went to sleep an hour ago. But I want and I can't wait. He's on himself. He's supposed to be on himself. And he's at the stage, he's at an earlier stage. If you would teach him to think about others, he couldn't even do that. He's at a stage of Einanili Mili. He has to learn. He has needs and wants. And okay, you need a bottle. And then you can figure it out. He's not at a stage where he's Shinilats Mimani. Not at that stage yet. But it's not a counter stage. It's a very healthy thing that you care about your ani, as you're supposed to care about your ani. A guy's working out is a wonderful thing that his ani is important. And many people are taught are beating up their ani and they don't care. A guy said about the yeshiva, one of the best speeches ever given by a bachar in this yeshiva. He looked at the guys the last night and he was honest about his journey. He described in elementary school, he was learning disabled, he was a brilliant guy. He had learned learning disabled, you don't say a brilliant guy. If somebody's dumb, they're not learning disabled, they're just dumb. He was brilliant, he had a disability. And, he, and, and his disability prevented him from understanding. And he said, I was beaten up. 
I was beaten up mentally. I just was a nothing. I was garbage. And he said there was no me to protect me. So he said there's no... And he thanked the guys that you gave me me. And now there's a me to protect me. He said to the guys, profoundly, I had no me to protect me. He said, I came here, I was beaten up, I had a learning disability, and he thanked the Hever for giving, it, for giving himself for me that can protect me by you valuing me and appreciating me. So then there's a me. In Kasha, lovely Muda, if you find the Talmud as difficult in learning, it's Bishvil Rabbi, Shainer Masbir Leipanim. Nobody validates him, nobody, nobody handed him a me, so then there was no me to protect me. He's not saying a counter. He's saying, take care of yourself. That's a start. That's not a counter. Some counter. He didn't use the word chesed. Stop focusing on the me. He said, now expand your me. Start being into your friends. My chevra. Then expand it. My family. My people. My people. The Jewish people. My people. My people. The Jewish people. My people. It's about me. It's my people. Then it be about humanity. It's my world. Does Rabbi Yerucham like this? It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's not just a philosophical idea. It's a sense of pride, my family, to think you're my friends, my chever, and to care, my chever, my wife. There's not enough of this. My wife. My wife's not sleeping on a bad mattress. My wife. My wife's going to be happy. My wife's going to be a queen. To have that sense, my wife... Where's your Ani? The guy is so tiny, his Ani doesn't expand anywhere. My family, my brother, a guy that's healthy, a guy should start saying, my brother. And the guy who works out starts thinking like this. My brother, I'm going to take care of. It's my brother. He has a my, he has a me, then let's get a little expense, let's go. My brothers, I'm not watching my brothers sit like that, but I'm just going to watch my brothers sit like that. You have to be so small to say, you're tiny. You're the opposite of expansive. You're like a cotton shabiktanim. Mani. Shani la'atzmi mani. You're on me. He's like, that's it? Just me, myself, I? Let's get a little expansive, my brother. My brother. My brother is going to be happy. My brother is going to... I'm not letting my brother be a low guy. My brother is my brother. My brother, my brother's, I'm a prince, my brother's going to be a low guy. Now my cousin, no cousin, now my, any yid, my mishpacha. Expand your ani, that's, that's, that's how I understand this mishpacha. So all of a sudden we don't have a counter, we have a healthy person who has a sense of his ani is important, and his ani is so important he gets expansive, Binyamin. Does it make sense, Binyamin? I think it's an important way of thinking. I think it's an important way of thinking. I think the understanding, what's the purish of a gadol? A gadol's about other people. Because his nani includes his family, his neighbors, his people. And a katan, a small person, just can't expand his nani. He's like stuck somehow. Your friend, your roommates, your yeshiva, your community, he's stuck somehow. Zani is like, that cotton is about himself. A god was Midas Tovcha, Rashi says. He got expansive. So there's no counter here. Take care of yourself. Expand yourself. Maish Yamaskim. The Rebbeim said, Gemara Shir, Part
We have to do another Mishnah. Let's do another Mishnah. Mishnah Tezayim. Mishnah Tezbov. We have to at least finish the first parak this year. It would be an embarrassment. In Pesach. Mishnah Tezbov, Rabbi Yisai Shammai. Now we've, we've said Hillel's statements. We didn't finish them all. We skipped them. Mayach Shavim Asai. Ironically. Shammai Yomer. Shammai says as follows. Asay Tairas Lakeva. Asay Tairas Lakeva. That statement's an extremely important one. Emar ma'at vaseyarbe. Say a little and do a lot. Vavimikabalis koladim besever panim yafis. So I want to get to the last statement because it's important to me. Bimikabal everybody besever panim yafis. We've said this word a couple of times this year. I want to say it a hundred times yet. I don't know if we'll get there. What does it mean to greet everybody besever panim yafis? Itzi. When Itzi, I want to be Mazbid Zvarv Kedoshim of Itzi. Itzi says, mean it. It doesn't say Mechabal's calling the Panim Yafais. Greet everybody with a smile, the Shmeichel. You can smile. So from a guy, he reads the Mishnah. <laughs> but he missed the word Savor. What does the word Savor mean, Eta? What does savor mean? Seeing, seeing the good in someone. Translate the word savor. Svara means what? Thought. Savor, Panam Yafais. It means an expression that comes from an internal place. has been thought to it. Which means to validate people. Rabbi Mazbil Loi Panam Humachtim Savor, Panam Yafais, it means to hold of somebody. It means to hold of somebody, to validate them. The nice face is a complete validation. When a bacher walks in in the yeshiva, the guys do this. You watch, not, not, I'm not talking about a guy joking around. I'm not talking about the, uh, making lights on his wee. A guy walks in, I've seen this. The elm's like, yo, Yitzi came in. He hadn't been here for a little while. The place went bonkers. That's Saver Panam Yafis. That's a sense that there's somebody here. We're fired up about. That's not. That's not a pretend. Let's hey, let's be nice to the guy. A new person comes here. You would think we told the guys. Rabbi said the yeshiva's finance is okay. You, know, you can always do some more money. Expensive campus. So when a guest comes, listen, guys. I'm telling you, he might be a rich guy. So, if it's not 50, 50, 20, 80, you never know. So every guest, guys, everybody swarm the man. Just greet him. It'll be such a good, it'll really look good. He'll be a kiddish to Waterbury. Look at him. What a place. Everybody greets a guest. We never speak about it. Now I'm like speaking about it. This late in the year, stupid move. <laughs> and a guy comes, everybody gets excited. There's a sense, a new person's here or an old person's here, somebody, there's a sense of excitement and a validation of the Yid that exists here. I can, I'm a Waterbury Bacher. I promise I've changed from this yeshiva. And what I learned from the guys, I did not start with this, I learned this from the guys, is a respect for another Yid. I learned from the guys. But I did not have starting here. I learned in the yeshiva. Shaduchim, when they asked the question, he learned in Waterbury. Could he? I don't just say my kids learned there. Excuse me, I learned there too. They want to know Shaduchim, he went to Waterbury? So I said, you know, what's proud he went to Waterbury? Because he wanted to become an Ebed Hashem. And, you know, Be'ez Hashem, your daughter should be fortunate to marry a guy when yeah. The word is, the word is, I'm also a Talmud, and I'm a student of Waterbury <laughs> that I learned from the guys to respect another Yid. That saver upon him, you have to validate somebody. 
Sefer is thought that it's not just upon him, Yafes, a smile. It's a smile that comes from a sense of valuing the other person, respecting the other person. I want to figure out what the guy's doing. This is my main revolution I want to make in the world in Chinuch, is respect and Talmudim. It's a Rambam, it's a Torah. I want to make a revolution, and people here don't know what you mean, Dudi. They hear respect, I would never rip a Talmud. Oh, you're such a nice boy. That's disrespect, that's disgusting. Patronizing comes of disrespect. It's not a superficial thing to respect somebody. To not to, to talk any less than a guy. Somebody told me that Rav Reisman was giving out the Chumashim to fit. He became the of Tarbidas recently. And he was giving out Chumashim to the guys on Chumash. Are they second graders? They're, they're young kids. He called up Bachar by Bachar, he said. I want to call up the next Bachar. Rev Reisman is spitz. He's mechavit people. When he came here, people looked out, they looked at the Hevra, and they're like sizing up, you know, who's the get? Rev Reisman came here, he looked at us, we, we were 56 year old late with Hamid Hacham. There was no difference how he looked at the Hevra. Zero. And he spoke to us a beautiful piece. <coughs> to speak down to anybody, baby, is not covered. You have no respect. You have no respect. It's the revolution. This nekuda be mechabed be saver panim yafa. It doesn't mean huh. It's nothing. It doesn't mean good boy, nice boy. It means that you look at the person and there's a complete validation of your essence that doesn't waver for a minute. The word to validate another human being to completely respect, appreciate, accept. That's saver panim yafas. That's demanding. How do we, I, we need to come up, if the, we need to write up, we need to write up and get it out there and respect oh. the students. I've seen so much babying. There are things, it's secular, it's, a, it's disgusting, it's, it's un, inexcusable. To tell a 15-year-old, a 15-year-old says, Rebbe, I want to go somewhere. You say your mother needs, you need Rishos and your mama, tell your mother to text me. Is inexcusable, it's disgusting, despicable, and there's no, it's us to go to Gehenim for it. How do you not trust the 15-year-old? Why do you say, text the Rebbe? You should say, you have to ask your mother. Rebbe, how are you going to know if I ask my mother? What do you mean? I'm telling you to ask her. I trust you. To say, have your mother text me, is think about the altar of Slobodka telling Rev Rudiman when he was 15. Have your mother, cont- it's like obscene. So then we wonder, people are babies and don't grow, and don't become big. You treated them like he's three, he's 15 years old, he's a gavra. He's a gavra. You say, ask your mother. I told all the rabbis the yeshiva, the rule is, I don't tell them not to trust. I don't tell them to trust the guy. I wouldn't hire somebody you have to tell them. But the rule is, anybody asks the rabbi to go home, you have to ask your parents. A rabbi in a million years wouldn't say to a bacher, there's no respect, that's, that's obscene, to tell a guy, ask your mother and make sure she texts me, she gave you a shos. You just said, I don't trust you. I'm worried you're going to lie to me. What is that? In what world that secular comes from? It's Kulay. Uh, it comes from Gaim. It's Gullus. It's a Chorben of Gullus. By the secular, the little kids, the children. The DCF lady used to come around. I would get nauseous for disrespect. She's protecting Bachem. I would get nauseous for disrespect for the children, as she called them. 
Like the little children. These are 15 year olds. They're 15. They're not 35. They're 15. There's Shemira needed, there's things needed. The guy's 15. The parents have every right and, and should tell us what we're doing. That's respectful. So you better be home by 12 and don't you dare be late. A 15 year old needs to hear that. It's 100%. But to, sh- to show I don't trust you're a liar, what, what world is that okay? In what world that's not okay? That's secular, that's Goyish. School, I don't know who made that up. That's, that's complete garbage. The picture the altar, tell, picture of Elchanan, as one of his Talmudim would say, it's like so crazy. It's not Jewish. It's nothing Jewish. We've been impacted by Goyim. That's tons of examples like this. It's secular schooling. That's nothing to do with the Arevi and, and Talmidim and, and a relationship. No shaykhahs. Could you imagine a parent telling your kid this? What is that? But there's tons of examples like this. And we take it like that. School, there's something very... It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to baby people. It's not okay to talk. And, to talk in a different way. It's not okay to talk like that. It's not okay. It's disrespectful. You think, I, I happen not come tzaddikal, come come, but he's 15. It's not okay to say the guy tzaddikal. It's not cute, it's disrespectful. It's not that a cute style of, of Rebbe. It's not okay. So somehow you have to pump yourself. It's not okay. It's just not that secular. Children, but they're 15. It's not an okay method. It's not, it, there's nothing, it's, it's, we look, it's, 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 it's pretty innocent. Okay, he says sadicals to the guys. It's not okay, they feel babied. It's not okay. And they'll play along, they're goodies. They'll play along, but they don't, they don't have a relationship to such a Rebbe. Now, now. It's not okay. If the Bacher feels babied, it's not okay. These are, these are, this Pasha, this is a Rambam Hilchas Tavnas Halacha. It's a Mishnah in Aves, the Kavit Talmish, a Chaval of Kshalach, Ben Yoinah says like a peer. This Dvarim Pshutim. But this is Besaver Panim Yafais, is the validation of a person. All this is Bechlal, Saver Panim Yafais. You look at somebody as a validation, as a real respect of the person. Anything less, and then a person's producing a baby. I'm the Shtoyman from Ray Shapiro, the 10th grade Rebbe Waterbury. There are guys who come who are struggling. He talks to the guys 100%. I, any, I challenge, go to the shear. Go to the shear. Any day you want. Your mind will blow. Invite your father and your grandfather and the most sophisticated 50-year-old to his speech, a sophisticated person. This 10th grade Waterbury, some kids are struggling. Bring anybody to a shear. He talks sophisticated. There's never, doesn't baby, doesn't... These are bright guys. And he says... Rabbi Sani tells them stuff. It's like intelligent stuff. That's Savior Panam Yap. It's a validation of who you are. It doesn't what but a guy has some struggle, he, who knows what he went through, so therefore he's stupid. So therefore he's a baby. So therefore what? As was. He looks the guy in the face and he talks in an intelligent way. The way Rai Shapiro talks to the guys blows my mind. Whenever he, I saw Ezra's face when he got up, I shall show this. It's mind blowing. Every time he talks sophisticated. Because a person, he has respect. He doesn't, it's not a shtick of his. A big shtick in Chinuch, there is respect to people. Why? Of course he respects people. Why would somebody not get the respect? Whenever he speaks, it's a tremendous. You go listen, I'm not, don't trust me on it. Cut she, I'm asking you, please cut here. Please cut here many days. One day, you have a few weeks left. And go listen in one day to when he's just gathered around the guys. It's very, it's life changing. 
He'll gather, he'll pull all the guys. It takes a while until he gets them. They go out to donuts. Yeah, you know, it takes a while. Then he sits down and he tells them, like, the most intelligent thing, you <laughs> idea, something, something he's thinking about, something he just read. <laughs> That's Savior Panamyos. Automatically, the Talmud. Automatically, the person has an aliyah because that's what that's that's the mitzvahs. Iras doesn't look at a vacher. He's not like, but he looks at a guy a peer, person worthy of respect, of person. He's he's awed by the guy. <laughs> that's savor panim yafos. A look like this, it's not one thing you could teach the whole year. You change the whole person's mitzvahs for eternity. The guy is changed with a look. Iras guys talk about his handshake. His look at a guy changes the guy for life. You can't be looked at like that by a rabbi in an authentic way and not be a different person. It just, it's, like, it's, so, it's so mean of him. Like, it's so demanding and it, sh- it makes you like, you're a man, you're, like, you're, 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 a, you're a dignified person. It, it, it's so demanding. It's so not fair, Vrayras. He's such a mean rabbi. It's mean-spirited, Bashi. So much better, you should say. It's not the cool. <coughs> He's so mean. He should be Macaravas, and then we could stay. We could just do what we want. <laughs> it's like nasty if I rust. You didn't know how mean he was, Itzi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Itzi? Stickle mean guy, no? What do you sing? I'm telling you how mean he is. Like, don't sing a nice song about him. It's, not, it's like inappropriate behavior, Pashat. We should do the secular school thing. It's a much better idea. Now, now, kids, pipe down. Sadako, I'm so happy you came today. I told the guy, I told the guy on the phone, in his vernacular, I'm not making fun of Tzadik, it depends where people come, he's 10 years old, and I'm a very special guy. And he wanted to be like Haverim, he's older than me, it's like a funny relationship, he always calls me Tzadik. So I, I, I want to be honest with you. I said, I want to be honest with you. I want to have a friendship. I said, you say Tzadik, I'll just be honest. I don't feel we can be friends. I, don't, I just feel patronized. I want to be really friends with you. I felt I was going to give it a chance. He didn't know what I was talking about. We're not friends. It's hard. I can't... I can't maybe I'm, I am a baby. I should get past it. I can't, I can't be friends with the guy. There's nothing normal. Like, I told him, like, it's, it bothers me. No, it's Tzadikal. I hear you saying Tzadikal. I don't mind if he's the Rosh Hashiva, so he'd be my Rosh Hashiva. I'll take care of the Rosh He was trying not to. I don't want to be friends. He would run him. So what do you want? You want to be a Talmud? I'll be a Talmud. I can be a learn from everybody. You want to be, he was saying, I want to be friends. What did you say? Good word. Word of the day, patronizing. AJ, I want you to word of the day. Yitz Shaps, what does the word patronizing mean? Patronizing, say over. Parent kindness that betrays a feeling of superiority. Read one more time, one more time. Treat with apparent kindness that betrays a feeling of superiority. It's a fake kindness that hides behind the sense of I am superior than you. I am better than you. 
When a guy your age, I have a friend my age, a friend, an acquaintance, who always goes like this. It's fine. So he likes it. He goes like this. He's trying to say I'm bigger than you. How would he do that? It makes a meal go. What do you mean? Okay, try following. That's page. Someone's on, but that's it. You, you do that. He's a grown man. He does this. Yeah, okay, it's fine. He needs to be hurt. It's fine. He's learning. I'm not learning so much. That's what he's trying to say. It's true. Okay. <laughs> Patronizing is 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 some is a compliment that puts you down. So you're a nice kid. That's a patronizing line. I'm a nice kid. I don't even sometimes think, imagine you say to your friend, I'm very proud of you. Is that nice? To say to your friend, I'm really proud of you? Looking down. Would you like that a, a, a peer says I'm proud of you? It's a little patronizing. It's like <laughs> now now, you know. You could say I'm impressed, I'm inspired by you, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm proud of you. I tell the Bachar I'm proud of you, I'm afraid to say it. I look up to the guy. I'm not proud of Benjamin but he's much too cool in the shot. I'm like impressed that I'm proud of you. I don't know, like I wanna be proud of you like I should I'm not ripping every word you could you could say to your friend you're proud of him. But patronizing is a compliment which puts the guy down and you're just showing you now, now, you know, kids, I'm really, kids, you're doing wonder. There's compliments that just put you down. That's patronizing. Graduation. What? Graduation is something for Graduation is a shiva. Compliments. Maybe he has to go on. You have so much potential. Whoa, who just said a bad word? Eitan, watch your language. Watch your language. There are cases, there are ways you can be proud of them. And even on friends, even on friends, it's questionable. And I'm proud of you, could be equals. Even Could a younger guy say to an older guy, I'm very proud of you? Can a 10th grader say to a 12th grader, I'm proud of you? Yes, Ladin. Can a 10th grader say to a 12th grader, I'm proud of you? I'm proud to be your friend. It's a different Depends on your eyes, Rabbi. I'm not coming to pie, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have to see him to put the guy down. Then don't do your eyes. Yeah, it depends how you do it. Depends what he said, depends what your eyes say. You can feel it, right? I don't want to make OCD people. You can feel it. You can feel Good word that doesn't mean that. You still feel that way because the guy is telling you. Yeah, it all depends. Yesh machal love it, pisuni It depends how you say it, but good word. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the guy that Poor you. guy. He's not a compliment to another friend. Everybody in the yeshiva is going to be like listening to what he said. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> doing it. I destroyed everything. I was lucky we did this at the end of the year, Hebra. <laughs> Maybe the guy that's better than you. Who did it? Who did it? Aren't you? The guy's better than you at basketball because you're, you're the second best shooter. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Aren't you supposed to count points? Shkayach Abayse. Shkayach Abayse. Oh,